Love Remembered Church. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good Sunday morning. I hope peace fills your heart. I hope that your soul is comforted today. I hope and I pray for you. I hope for God's good will here on this earth for you in this life. I hope that he shows you favor. I hope that he gives you mercy all your days. I hope and I pray that you will cry out to God Almighty for forgiveness, knowing that you're not perfect and that you sin and that you need God. You need him in your mind, in your heart, in your body, in your life. We're going to go ahead and continue in the book of Mark. Our first message, the teaching, was Mark 6 in the New King James Version. And then we did a reading in the New International Version. Just the Word of God. And now we're going to switch it up. We're not doing Mark 6 anymore. We're going to do Mark 7. But we're going to do the New Living Translation. And it's just a reading, folks. God's Word is enough. Christ is enough. I don't need a million dollars. I don't need to fulfill my lustful desires. I don't need to lord over people and be powerful. I need to be forgiven. I need God's favor. I need his mercy for the things I've done wrong in life. I need his compassion. I need to change my mind and allow the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, to dwell inside of me all my days, drawing me deeper deeper into a relationship with God the highest, God Almighty, He who was, who is, and is to come, the I Am, Jehovah, Yahweh. I need God in my life because I'm not perfect. I ain't been perfect not one day in my life, nor will I ever ever be but knowing God and that he loved me 
first and learning how to be right, how to be righteous in all my relationships by loving others as I would love myself or as I would want others to love me. It's changed my life, folks. And it can change yours, too. Let's read the New Living Translation in the Gospel of Mark, chapter 7. One day, some Pharisees and teachers of religious law arrived from Jerusalem to see Jesus. They noticed that some of his disciples failed to follow the Jewish ritual of hand-washing before eating. The Jews, especially the Pharisees, do not eat until they have poured water over their cupped hands as required by their ancient traditions. Similarly, they do not eat anything from the market until they immerse their hands in water. This is but one of many traditions they have clung to, such as their ceremonial washing of cups, pitchers, and kettles. So the Pharisees and teachers of religious law asked them, why don't your disciples follow our age-old tradition? They eat without first performing the hand-washing ceremony? Jesus replied, you hypocrite! Isaiah was right when he prophesied about you. For he wrote, These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Their worship is a farce, for they teach man-made ideas as commands of God. For you ignore God's law and substitute your own traditions. Then he said, You skillfully sidestep God's law in order to hold on to your own traditions. For instance, Moses gave you this law from God, honor your father and mother. And anyone who speaks disrespectfully of father or mother must be put to death. But you say it is all right for people to say to their parents, sorry, I can't help you, for I have vowed to give to God what I would have given to you. In this way, you let them disregard their needy parents. And so, you cancel the word of God in order to hand down your own traditions. And this is only one example among many others. Then Jesus called the crowd to come over and hear. All of you listen, he said, and try to understand It's not what goes into your body that defiles you. You are defiled by what comes out of your heart. Then Jesus went into the house to get away from the crowd, and his disciples asked him what he meant by the parable he had just used. Do you not understand either? he asked. Can you see that the food you put into your body cannot defile you? Food does not go into your heart, but only passes through your stomach and then goes into the sewer. And by saying this, he declared 
Every kind of food is acceptable in God's eyes. And then he added, it is what comes from inside that defiles you. For from within, out of a person's heart, comes evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, greed, wickedness, deceit, lustful desires, envy, slander, pride, and foolishness. All these vile things come from within. They are what defile you. Then Jesus left Galilee and went north to the region of Tyre. He didn't want anyone to know which house he was staying in, but he couldn't keep it a secret. Right away, a woman who had heard about him came and fell at his feet. Her little girl was possessed by an evil spirit, and she begged him to cast the demon out of her daughter. Since she was in Galilee, a Gentile, born in Syri Syrian Phoenicia, I don't even know how to say that. Jesus told her, first, I should feed the children, my own family, the Jews. It isn't right to take food from the children and throw it to the dogs. She replied, that's true, Lord, but even the dogs under the table are allowed to eat the scraps from the children's plates. Good answer, he said. Now go home, for the demon has left your daughter. And when she arrived home, she found her little girl lying quietly in bed, and the demon was gone. Jesus left Tyre and went up to Sidon before going back to the Sea of Galilee and the region of Ten Towns. A deaf man with a speech impediment was brought to him, and the people begged Jesus to lay his hands on the man to heal him. Jesus led him away from the crowd so they could be alone. He put his fingers into the man's ears, and then spitting on his own fingers, he touched the man's tongue. Looking up to heaven, he sighed and said, Epitha, which means be opened. Instantly, the man could hear perfectly, and his tongue was freed so he could speak plainly. Jesus told the crowd not to tell anyone, but the more he told them not to, the more they spread the news. They were completely amazed and said again and again, everything he does is wonderful. He even makes the deaf to hear and gives speech to those who cannot speak. That is Mark chapter 7 in the New Living Translation. That is our reading. That is a preview of next week's teaching. Love Remember Church. We're in Uganda and we're in America. And wherever you are, I want you to know I love you. Sincerely. Honestly, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. God loves you.
God has called me to love you too. So wherever you're at, wherever you're, whatever you're doing, whatever day or time it is that you hear this, I pray to God that you would know his love. And I pray to God that you would believe that I love you too. Thank you, Lord. Thank you again. I love you, Lord. Amen. Love Remember Church. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good Sunday morning. I hope peace fills your heart. I hope that your soul is comforted today. I hope and I pray for you. I hope for God's good will here on this earth for you in this life. I hope that he shows you favor. I hope that he gives you mercy all your days. I hope and I pray that you will cry out to God Almighty for forgiveness knowing that you're not perfect and that you sin and that you need God. You need him in your mind, in your heart, in your body, in your life. We're going to go ahead and continue in the book of Mark. Our first message the teaching was Mark 6 in the New King James Version. And then we did a reading in the New International Version. Just the Word of God. And now we're going to switch it up. We're not doing Mark 6 anymore. We're going to do Mark 7. But we're going to do the New Living Translation. And it's just a reading, folks. God's word is enough. Christ is enough. I don't need a million dollars. I don't need to fulfill my lustful desires. I don't need to lord over people and be powerful. I need to be forgiven. I need God's favor. I need his mercy for the things I've done wrong in life. I need his compassion. I need to change my mind and allow the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, to dwell inside of me all my days, drawing me 
deeper and deeper into a relationship with God the highest, God Almighty, He who was, who is, and is to come, the I Am, Jehovah, Yahweh. I need God in my life because I'm not perfect. I ain't been perfect not one day in my life, nor will I ever be. But knowing God and that He loved me first and learning how to be right, how to be righteous in all my relationships by loving others as I would love myself or as I would want others to love me. It's changed my life, folks. And it can change yours, too. Let's read the New Living Translation in the Gospel of Mark, chapter 7. One day, some Pharisees and teachers of religious law arrived from Jerusalem to see Jesus. They noticed that some of his disciples failed to follow the Jewish ritual of hand-washing before eating. The Jews, especially the Pharisees, do not eat until they have poured water over their cupped hands as required by their ancient traditions. Similarly, they do not eat anything from the market until they immerse their hands in water. This is but one of many traditions they have clung to, such as their ceremonial washing of cups, pitchers, and kettles. So the Pharisees and teachers of religious law asked him, why don't your disciples follow our age-old tradition? They eat without first performing the hand-washing ceremony? Jesus replied, You hypocrite! Isaiah was right when he prophesied about you. For he wrote, These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Their worship is a farce, for they teach man-made ideas as commands of God. For you ignore God's law and substitute your own traditions. Then he said, you skillfully sidestep God's law in order to hold on to your own traditions. For instance, Moses gave you this law from God, honor your father and mother. And anyone who speaks disrespectfully of father or mother must be put to death. But you say it is all right for people to say to their parents, sorry, I can't help you, for I have vowed to give to God what I would have given to you. In this way, you let them disregard their needy parents. And so you cancel the word of God in order to hand down your own traditions. And this is only one example among many others. Then Jesus called the crowd to come over and hear. All of you listen, he said, and try to understand. 
It's not what goes into your body that defiles you. You are defiled by what comes out of your heart. Then Jesus went into the house to get away from the crowd. And his disciples asked him what he meant by the parable he had just used. Do you not understand either? He asked. Can you see that the food you put into your body cannot defile you? Food does not go into your heart, but only passes through your stomach and then goes into the sewer. And by saying this, he declared that every kind of food is acceptable in God's eyes. And then he added, it is what comes from inside that defiles you. For from within, out of a person's heart, comes evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, greed, wickedness, deceit, lustful desires, envy, slander, pride, and foolishness. All these vile things come from within. They are what defile you. Then Jesus left Galilee and went north to the region of Tyree. He didn't want anyone to know which house he was staying in, but he couldn't keep it a secret. Right away, a woman who had heard about him came and fell at his feet. Her little girl was possessed by an evil spirit, and she begged him to cast the demon out of her daughter. Since she was in Gal a Gentile, born in Syri Syrian Phoenicia, I don't even know how to say that. Jesus told her, first, I should feed the children, my own family the Jews. It isn't right to take food from the children and throw it to the dogs. She replied, that's true, Lord, but even the dogs under the table are allowed to eat the scraps from the children's plates. Good answer, he said. Now go home, for the demon has left your daughter. And when she arrived home, she found her little girl lying quietly in bed, and the demon was gone. Jesus left Tyree and went up to Sidon before going back to the Sea of Galilee and the region of Ten Towns. A deaf man with a speech impediment was brought to him, and the people begged Jesus to lay his hands on the man to heal him. Jesus led him away from the crowd so they could be alone. He put his fingers into the man's ears, and then spitting on his own fingers, he touched the man's tongue. Looking up to heaven, he sighed and said, Epitha, which means be opened. Instantly, the man could hear perfectly, and his tongue was freed so he could speak plainly. Jesus told the crowd not to tell anyone, but the more he told them not to, the more they spread the news. They were completely amazed and said again and again, everything he does is wonderful. He even makes the deaf to hear and gives speech to those who cannot speak.
That is Mark chapter 7 in the New Living Translation. That is our reading. That is a preview of next week's teaching. Love Remember Church. We're in Uganda. And we're in America. And wherever you are, I want you to know I love you. Sincerely. Honestly. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. God loves you. God has called me to love you too. So wherever you're at, wherever you're, whatever you're doing, whatever day or time it is that you hear this, I pray to God that you would know His love. And I pray to God that you would believe that I love you too. Thank you, Lord. Thank you again. I love you, Lord. Amen. Love, remember, church. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good Sunday morning. I hope peace fills your heart. I hope that your soul is comforted today. I hope and I pray for you. I hope for God's good will here on this earth for you in this life. I hope that he shows you favor. I hope that he gives you mercy all your days. I hope and I pray that you will cry out to God Almighty for forgiveness, knowing that you're not perfect and that you sin and that you need God. You need him in your mind, in your heart, in your body, in your life. We're going to go ahead and continue in the book of Mark. Our first message, the teaching, was Mark 6 in the New King James Version. And then we did a reading in the New International Version. Just the Word of God. And now we're going to switch it up. We're not doing Mark 6 anymore. We're going to do Mark 7. But we're going to do the New Living Translation. And it's just a reading, folks. God's Word is enough. Christ is enough. I don't need a million dollars. I don't need to fulfill my lustful desires. I don't need 
to lord over people and be powerful. I need to be forgiven. I need God's favor. I need his mercy for the things I've done wrong in life. I need his compassion. I need to change my mind and allow the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, to dwell inside of me all my days, drawing me deeper and deeper into a relationship with God the Highest, God Almighty, He who was, who is, and is to come, the I Am, Jehovah, Yahweh, I need God in my life because I'm not perfect. I ain't been perfect not one day in my life, nor will I ever be. But knowing God and that He loved me first and learning how to be right, how to be righteous in all my relationships by loving others as I would love myself or as I would want others to love me. It's changed my life, folks. And it can change yours, too. Let's read the New Living Translation in the Gospel of Mark, chapter 7. One day, some Pharisees and teachers of religious law arrived from Jerusalem to see Jesus. They noticed that some of his disciples failed to follow the Jewish ritual of hand-washing before eating. The Jews, especially the Pharisees, do not eat until they have poured water over their cupped hands as required by their ancient traditions. Similarly, they do not eat anything from the market until they immerse their hands in water. This is but one of many traditions they have clung to, such as their ceremonial washing of cups, pitchers, and kettles. So the Pharisees and teachers of religious law asked him, why don't your disciples follow our age-old tradition? They eat without first performing the hand-washing ceremony? Jesus replied, You hypocrites! Isaiah was right when he prophesied about you. For he wrote, These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Their worship is a farce, for they teach man-made ideas as commands of God. For you ignore God's law and substitute your own traditions. Then he said, you skillfully sidestep God's law in order to hold on to your own traditions. For instance, Moses gave you this law from God, honor your father and mother. And anyone who speaks disrespectfully of father or mother must be put to death. But you say 
it is all right for people to say to their parents, sorry, I can't help you, for I have vowed to give to God what I would have given to you. In this way, you let them disregard their needy parents. And so, you cancel the word of God in order to hand down your own traditions. And this is only one example among many others. Then Jesus called the crowd to come over and hear. All of you listen, he said, and try to understand. It's not what goes into your body that defiles you. You are defiled by what comes out of your heart. Then Jesus went into the house to get away from the crowd, and his disciples asked him what he meant by the parable he had just used. Do you not understand either? he asked. Can you see that the food you put into your body cannot defile you? Food does not go into your heart, but only passes through your stomach and then goes into the sewer. And by saying this, he declared that every kind of food is acceptable in God's eyes. And then he added, it is what comes from inside that defiles you. For from within, out of a person's heart, comes evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, greed, wickedness, deceit, lustful desires, envy, slander, pride, and foolishness. All these vile things come from within. They are what defile you. Then Jesus left Galilee and went north to the region of Tyre. He didn't want anyone to know which house he was staying in, but he couldn't keep it a secret. Right away, a woman who had heard about him came and fell at his feet. Her little girl was possessed by an evil spirit, and she begged him to cast the demon out of her daughter. Since she was in Galilee, a Gentile, born in Syrian... I don't even know how to say that. Jesus told her, First, I should feed the children, my own family, the Jews. It isn't right to take food from the children and throw it to the dogs. She replied, That's true, Lord, but even the dogs under the table are allowed to eat the scraps from the children's plates. Good answer, he said. Now go home. For the demon has left your daughter. And when she arrived home, she found her little girl lying quietly in bed, and the demon was gone. Jesus left Tyre and went up to Sidon before going back to the Sea of Galilee and the region of ten towns. A deaf man with a speech impediment was brought to him, and the people begged Jesus to lay his hands on the man to heal him. Jesus led him away from the crowd so they could be alone. He put his fingers into the man's ears. And then spitting on his own fingers, he touched the man's tongue. Looking up to heaven, he sighed and said, Epitha, 
which means be opened. Instantly, the man could hear perfectly, and his tongue was freed so he could speak plainly. Jesus told the crowd not to tell anyone, but the more he told them not to, the more they spread the news. They were completely amazed and said again and again, everything he does is wonderful. He even makes the deaf to hear and gives speech to those who cannot speak. That is Mark chapter 7 in the New Living Translation. That is our reading. That is a preview of next week's teaching. Love Remember Church. We're in Uganda. And we're in America. And wherever you are, I want you to know I love you. Sincerely. Honestly. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. God loves you. God has called me to love you too. So wherever you're at, Wherever you're, whatever you're doing, whatever day or time it is that you hear this, I pray to God that you would know his love. And I pray to God that you would believe that I love you too. Thank you, Lord. Thank you again. I love you, Lord. Amen.